Hey everybody, I'm Lace Real. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. And this is Full Time Black Woman, a community for black professional women to live, laugh, hurt, and feel the soul. Right? So, who are we talking to today? We have a very special return guest, Nicole. Hey. What's up, ladies? Oh, we're doing wonderful. We're so happy to have you back. And for those of you who have not uh, listened to the past episodes with Nicole, please go check them out. She's been, this is your third time on our show. And we keep bringing her back because she has such wealth of knowledge and information and wisdom to share for us full-time Black women to keep on keeping on. <laughs> I should have said, like, Yeah, I was waiting. <laughs> Definitely waiting for that. So, today's topic is loving you. Loving you. I knew it. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Gonna hit that note. Right. Go ahead. Whoa. All right. My dog go black. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you better stop embarrassing me like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. So as full-time black women, we sometimes struggle with the idea of doing what is best for us. We have been hardwired for many generations to be everything for everyone else with narrow margins of error. Living the superwoman lifestyle leads to stress and personal neglect. Whew. A word. You, you mm. speaking it. Preaching it. Although you have the right to invest in yourself, it may feel wrong and radical when you decide to do so. So today, our guest Nicole will share will share her story of how she decided to choose herself. Now, a little bit about Nicole. Uh, she is a University of Pittsburgh grad and has spent over a decade plus years working in different professional environments. She's had many awesome achievements in her life, including being a successful working mom and wife. Nicole definitely has some gems to drop while pulling from her well-rounded experiences as a part of the FTBW crew, as Isha so eloquently said earlier. And this is why we decided to bring her back. So make sure you continue to show show some love to Nicole as she is talking about loving you. Let's get this conversation started. Oh, yeah. baby, baby. Oh, we are aging ourselves. I know. Jeez, I feel like it was just full of all kinds of 90s references and... I guess when was loving you that song? When did that come out? I think out? about the 70s. 70s. So we weren't not, born yet. No, we that's weren't. something we heard our parents play while cleaning up and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. We, or it was we on Quiet Storm in the radio on the radio. <laughs> yes, I think that I think that music matured us a little bit. Like we knew we were going through some stuff even before we were going through it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember being in the backseat with my mom, like playing Mary J. Blige and I was like I don't really know what I'm singing but I have feeling and I mm-hmm. feel bad and even though I'm five like I'm 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 mad at these men out here <laughs> right so but that just happens generation to generation <laughs> like and then you get older like I should not have been singing that song why were my parents okay <laughs> with me singing that song they're probably like because you don't know the context of it you just know the word and we did it we did it we really yeah. didn't know the context thank god right mm. oh my gosh yes mm. some of these songs i'm thinking about them now papa was a rolling stone wherever <laughs> he laid his hat was his home and when, and when he, he died, died exactly all he left us was alone damn right. <laughs> we was, i was i know i was singing it like yes <laughs> Is alone A L O N E or A space L O A N? The question still stands. Why is the yes. question? He left y'all with nothing, or he right. left y'all with nothing. So, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Good grief! So, so before we go ahead, I was trying to get into it. <laughs> So before we jump into the conversation further, uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Who needs $20? Who needs $20 Amazon gift card? Me? Anybody? 
This is for people who haven't started their own podcast with Buzzsprout. But if you go ahead and click on the link, fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Buzzsprout forward slash, you will be able to receive a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid invoice. But you're like, uh, other than the gift card, uh, but uh, why? At least I'll let you know why. Oh, because they have all the best things so that you can get started on your podcast journey just like we did. When you sign up for a paid plan, you not only get an awesome website, you get an interface that allows you to see who listening, where they listening, how they listening, and how long they listening to you. Look, they make it so much easier to learn the podcast again. Why? You have unlimited resources. Not only, as Elise said, you get this bomb website, you also have a resource you could go to to find out, hey, how can I make my YouTube pop it with my uh, podcast? How can I uh, integrate my this into that? I'm trying to make some coins, some monetization. They give you all that information constantly. We love Buzzsprout because when we first started into this podcast game, we were like, I don't know, but how you do it? I don't know. I mean, I don't, we don't mess up. I don't know. But Buzzsprout like, hold up. I got you. Take my hand, little child. <laughs> wow. They sure did. And they had all the enthusiasm, all of the information we needed. So all that you need is sign up for a paid plan at www.fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash buzzsprout forward slash to get your $20 Amazon gift card when you sign up for a paid plan. All right, we are back and you know what time it is. But we can go ahead and get started with those stats for that ass. Hey, stats for that ass. Hey, we hey, bringing hey, you the facts with some stats for that ass. So check this out, ladies. What's up? Self-love increases with age in the U.S. People under 35 are significantly more likely to be in the lowest 25% of self-love scores. compared to only 9% of those 55 and over. Now, there are three causes of low confidence amongst women in the U.S. The first one being financial status, 31%. Feeling I am not making progress towards the things I want in life, 23%. And the state of the world, such as politics, the economy, which comes in at 22%. Good lord. I know. All of that that hit like these. Yes, yes. So now, how does this apply to us full time black women? Don't worry, I'm about to get there. So 37% of single women and 38% of minority women rank in the lowest, what word is that? Quartile? Quartile? You know what I mean? I I would say quartile because I would say percentile. So quartile? Quartel, I'm like, Quartel, that's not like somebody I went to school with. Okay, so, <laughs> right in the lowest. <laughs> don't, everybody got to tell them what's so weird that they like, why, why didn't they you Quartez? Somebody out there like, that's a good name. Let me write that down. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know right right somebody out there like that. You named my baby back uh-huh. in 2022. I'm going to let you know. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> so the lowest quartile of self-love index compared to 21% of married and 25% of non-minority women. People from minority groups in U.S. have a self-love index of 59 compared to 63 amongst those not from minority groups. Hmm. And as we already talk, always talk about the reason to unplug, frequent users of social media have lower levels of self-love. Hmm. However, they are twice as likely to say they get the emotional support they need compared to non-users. Mm. So what y'all think about that? <sighs> well, so what? much. Go yes. ahead, Nicole. You go first. E, it's, it's so much to unpack there. But first, let me just say, like, y'all are great. Oh, and I love you. y'all. <laughs> and I'm just so honored to be here again. Um, so thank you. And, and thank you for what you're doing. Love you guys. Um, we love you too. <laughs> but I, I kind of want to like talk about something with like the support where they said they have support, but they still have like a lower self love. And I mm. think that's very important because it shows that no matter how much support 
you're getting, if you're not supporting yourself, that support is not sufficient. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No matter what. And sometimes we look to others for that support and we put a lot on others for that support. But really what we need to do is do self-inventory and looking at ourselves and why we require so much from other people. Mm-hmm. I think it's more so because we're communal people. You know, we have always been not so much now in modern days, mm-hmm. but especially with Black people, we have always depended on our family and close friends to be able to get to the next levels in life. Not emotionally, because Black trauma, whoo, we need to do a show about that. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. about Black trauma, period, and why you yeah. feel the way you feel. And no, you're not crazy for feeling those feelings, no. because they were never your feelings to begin with. They were passed down mm-hmm. to you for somebody mm-hmm. you had probably never met in your living life. Mm-hmm. So, um, but um, with the whole self-love and how minorities have less than non-minority, um, how minority women have less than non-minority women. Surprise. I'm no. not. At all. I'm not. You I don't mean... have to know what I have to go through. So mm-hmm. my Black girl magic has protected me, but it has kinks mm-hmm. in that armor, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we are constantly attacked on it every single day from every angle so it's no matter what you're looking at what kind of screen you're looking at it's hard to always have your armor up and be fighting everything because it's exhausting um and in addition to that sometimes you don't even know that you're fighting the the messaging that you're receiving Mm because sometimes it's coming from folks that look like you sound like you uh maybe from the same background yes uh, stuff like so you just you never you never get a break so mm-hmm. that the that stat that you mentioned Isha the top three causes so financial status that's got to be a huge one because everybody wants financial stability and we already at the the bottom rung when it comes to the pay gap and, and things of that nature so three quarters can a chick Girl. get three quarters three quarters <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> That um, not making the progress towards things in life, just yeah, we often get the short end of the stick and the goalpost is always changing. So it's hard to feel like you're accomplishing things. But a lot of that will also have to deal with gratitude and and recognizing your accomplishments as they come. So in that last one, the state of the world. So we might be aware, we might not be aware, but Roe v. Wade was just reversed. I know, I yes. just heard about that. My cousin yeah. just mentioned that. I was like, wait, I thought they were just like, no, they were mentioning it was happening. Yeah. And then they just dropped it to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the the Handmaid's Tale Girl, feels very wow. <laughs> feels very relevant right now in the world. <laughs> so all the things so i'm glad that we are having this conversation i am too and so glad to have you to talk on and speak on it so learning to love yourself is one of the most influential and important things you can do in life Mm -hmm. your heart is your power and when you become the source of love in your own life it changes everything your relationships your career, your health, they all flourish when you start to love yourself because you are doing all the things that are best for you in every area. Mm -hmm. You operating on all cylinders, basically. But while we all know deep down that it's important to love yourself, we find the area that people get most stuck at actually knowing how to do it is actually knowing how to do it. So let's talk about it. Yes. All right. So seven ways to start loving you. Number one, therapy. We Mm -hmm. are huge advocates for therapy and counseling and seeking help outside of your family, friends, frenemies, and uh, 
Uh, Strange. Church. Ooh, Church. I yes. Today I was like, girl, you need to write this down. What you thought you were about to work? <laughs> 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 Journal. <What? laughs> yes. Yes. So therapy is one of those things that is it is a genuine investment in you, your emotional well-being, your mental well-being, because not everything can be solved just with you know, your your level of logical understanding at the time. Sometimes you need somebody outside of you to help you see the bigger, bigger picture of the scenario and also to talk through some of the, the negative stories or narratives that you have in your mind. So mm-hmm. what would you uh, think? What do you think uh, about, you know, seeking therapy? Has that been a part of your journey um, and how has it helped you? It has been a huge part of my journey. Um, Just listening to your podcast has helped uh, make a safe space for therapy and also having friends that are active in therapy also helps. But it it, it was a journey. It was a journey to find the right therapist for what I was going through. I'm on my third therapist um, and she's been great. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, therapy... I would say the the one thing therapy has helped me through is being unapologetic towards myself mm-hmm. and towards what I want to do. Um, because I I find that when I started therapy, I thought that I was not a good person and I wanted to fix myself because from the surrounding from everything I was looking out at, something was wrong with me. I felt like, I should be happy. I should be enjoying this. I shouldn't complain. I'm very blessed because I compared myself to everybody else's situation. Mm-hmm. And that was a no-no. I hate no-no. that word, should. Yeah, should. Yes, I should. Terrible. I should do what this. is, damn. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So but I get my, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think my therapist helped me with the feeling what I feel. And saying that it's okay to feel what I feel and be unapologetic for the way I feel and not having to make others understand why I feel what I feel. That was a big mm-hmm. one because I thought I yeah. always had to explain. I thought I had to make it make sense to everybody else when sometimes it ain't make sense to me. So mm-hmm. how can I make it make sense to you? So yes, mm-hmm. that was a huge part of my self-love journey. I, w- I would say it was a start of my self-love journey so that's awesome I'm, I'm so glad number one that you did not give up number two you kept going because you mentioned that you are on your third therapist um i know that that process is very personal and very um it's time consuming is it can be traumatic having to reopen issues with with a new uh therapist so i commend yep. you for you know, keep keeping up with it and keep keep keeping going. Keep keep keep, keep 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 it on. Yeah, keep <laughs> keep keep it on. Good job, keep trucking. But no, and, but I'm glad that you mentioned that, Nicole. You know, because a lot of women, black women, that I have talked to who have brought up the discussion of seeking therapy with me. That first time it don't work, I ain't doing it no more because you know what? Therapy don't work for me. Obviously, mm-hmm. anyway, it's for probably for white people because uh-uh, I ain't got time to do that. They refuse to even go back to have that yep. courage mm-hmm. to keep trying to evolve with it and yes. not allow that to hinder you. We need to communicate that to others that it's just like dating. You have to find the right fit for yes. you. Yes. The first person is not going to be in all be all. And just because they're a black woman, because a lot of us black women like to see black woman therapists because we feel like that extra barrier will have to be explained and all that stuff. But just to keep going back and don't give up because yes. it is your mental health yes. that yes. is at stake. It's worth trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I look at therapy as so uh, I look at therapy as any other doctor's appointment, right? Mm-hmm. You have this issue mm-hmm. and you want to fix it. Let's say you have this issue and you need antibiotics for it or whatever. Everyone always knows that they tell you, even when you start feeling better, continue with your antibiotics, right? Yeah. 
Um, and sometimes we take them for three days. We're like, this issue isn't getting better. I need to do it again. No, keep taking it and you eventually mm-hmm. feel better. That's what therapy is. Therapy, you're not going to take one day of therapy and everything's going to be wonderful. Now, if that happens, then good for you. But mm-hmm. therapy is a mental health journey. Like it's not yes. going to fix. It's, it's only going to start with your symptoms and then try to fix them over time. And I think some of us think that, okay, I only have, I could do three therapy appointments and I'm good. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. because you have to heal back how you got to this place where you're like, I need to talk to somebody. Yeah, so right. we go to the doctor for hurt this, or I'm not feeling well or anything, but your mental is huge because your mental affects your physical. So Absolutely. that is one of the best appointments you can ever have. Um, because it, it's just like, you know, everybody take pills for this and do this and do this, but we often neglect our mental health. Cause yeah. we're also like, I grew up being in, in an environment where it's like, you got to pray about it. Don't mm-hmm. tell anybody anything outside of the house. Mm-hmm. You don't tell other people your business. And I think that has, you know, like Isha, you talked about, um, kind of perpetuated this, uh, black trauma. Um, mm-hmm. because you just don't talk about it. So mm-hmm. I I definitely think this is a good platform so can let other people know, like, no, sometimes you need to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Keep it in. And mm-hmm. in addition to that, like I, I love how you kind of correlate it with a form of maintenance. Um, mm-hmm. that this is something that you have to keep at and in addition to that, you can't go into it thinking that I'm fine already and, and somebody is just going to magically come in and make it all better mm-hmm. or save you. Like it, it takes your work as well. So when you are going to therapy, understand that it, that you might have homework. Like mm-hmm. there are things that you have to do outside of just having this conversation with your therapist. Um, you're going to have to do some inner self work. You're going to have to have some really tough, uncomfortable conversations with yourself too. After your sessions, mm-hmm. it's a practice. It is maintenance. It is, um, it's work. Like, Loving yourself is work. I ain't, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. But so yes. is loving somebody else. So why can't oh, you yes. put that work in for you? Oh, that All right. And period. Period. <laughs> period. <laughs> but it's like, come on. You could treat you better than nobody else. So why not that address part. you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girl. Are you talking to yourself? Huh? Anyways, all right. So the next way (laughs) (laughs) to start loving yourself. Oh, in the show notes also, we will have links to uh, different sites. You could go to look for a mental health therapist in your area. There are virtual options as well as uh, just try to find somebody. And we'll talk about, I will put links into places that we found our therapist in there Mm -hmm. as well. All right. So the next way to you start loving you. Nourish yourself. Mm. If you're totally new to the practice of self-love, then start focusing on nourishing yourself. And we have mentioned this before. Nourishing yourself starts with your diet. Mm-hmm. Start with how you are. Are you nourishing those cells? Are you giving those cells the water that they need? Are you giving those cells, you know, uh, the potassium and whatever the other Magnesium, vitamin D, vitamin D, vitamin D, vitamin D, vitamin D, y'all, get your vitamin, vitamin D, y'all, get it D, get your D, <laughs> yup, hey, always, hey, you get your vitamin D, I don't care, whoa, that's what she said, whatever way you took it, you take it that way, and I'm speaking to you, I don't care, that's what she said, real or fake, get your D, no matter, okay, all right, happy Be safe out there, though. That's right. Thank <laughs> you. So, uh, yeah, nourishing yourself definitely starts with your diet. It mm-hmm. also starts with moving your body, mm-hmm. like getting up, taking a walk. Um, it also comes with just positive self thinking. Now, with the yes. therapy that you're going to start out with, that's definitely going to be one of the areas that your therapist will 
always reiterate. And every one of my sessions, my uh, therapist calls stinking thinking when I start saying, mm-hmm. okay, but then mm-hmm. this happened, and then that gonna happen, and then this happened, and I don't think that'll happen because of this. It's just piling on the negative. So, okay, mm-hmm. let's stop the thinking, thinking, stinking thinking, and let's move to something a little bit more positive. Mm-hmm. So, nourish you. How are you able to nourish yourself, uh, Nicole, during your journey of loving you? Well, that's a great question. I actually have like a diet routine and a workout routine that became more than like losing weight or looking good. It became more of a a safe space for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually have like a bike at home where I can, can kind of like have this little bubble around myself where I can work out, I can scream, I can dance, I can do whatever I need to do. And it's a safe space. Um, And then my diet, I've noticed mentally, mental changes when I eat better. Because when Mm -hmm. I eat better, I feel really confident in myself. And I feel like those endorphins that get released um, right after a workout really helps. Um, Yes, Mm -hmm. I love feeling accomplished. Like I feel like I could do anything after that. So I really had a routine with myself. Um, and I started out small, like one day a week, just get up and do something one day a week. And then it became two days a week and then diet and just saying like, I'm going to cut out this. And then eventually it went full scale, cutting out like carbs and things like that. So, but I feel like whatever you need to do, whatever makes you feel the best is what you need to focus on. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm really an advocate of losing weight for you. And we Mm -hmm. talked about the social media aspect. I don't social media a lot. Um, I have gone off of social media. I have not watched the news. I do not watch the news. I really protect my environment. And I find that when you start looking at other lifestyles and other people, you start doubting yourself. Like Mm -hmm. each of you said, you know, negative self-talk, right? You start doing negative self-thinking, thinking, thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe if you're going on this journey, you know, take a break. Take a, a cleanse from social media just for like, let's say a week. Mm-hmm. And see, check in with yourself after that week and see how you feel. So I, I just really try to protect my environment and give myself something to work towards. Um, just a very, um, I guess, obtainable goal for myself. And so, so I, did you go ahead. stop social media while starting your journey of loving you? Was that uh, intentional or that was something you did prior to starting this journey? Um, hmm. I think I did them simultaneously, but it became re- it became apparent that I needed that when mm-hmm. I was going through this journey. Like mm-hmm. I didn't intentionally say I'm going to stop because I need to like love myself more. It was more so um, I just didn't like what I was seeing. Um, I saw mm-hmm. a lot of, of of fake things and I was like, eh, I'm kind of turned off. And then I just let go. And then I started realizing like, hey, I actually feel better. Not yeah. watching the news. Like I actually feel better. Um, and I, yeah, that that came, the, the news part. Um, came before social media um, with the events that occurred in 2020. And I think we all know about that. And I just, I could not do that to myself anymore. And then social media followed. Yeah. Yeah. I think this, what you are talking about and expressing in your experience is a another form of nourishment. And I think a lot of us tend to think of like what you eat and what you drink and your vitamins. But when you nourish your just emotional and spiritual well-being mm-hmm. with what you are taking in, like what you take mm-hmm. in period yes. uh, is a part of your nourishment. So when you take in um, the, the negativity in the news, that that can affect how your well-being. When you take in social media, that can impact your well-being. So really paying attention to how you feel and receive the things that you're taking into your system can really help you, you know, get closer to loving yourself and and doing that. So, yeah. uh, Yeah. All right. Uh, um, So the next one, number three in the seven ways of starting to love you start loving yourself is take yourself out on a date 
Mm-hmm. I love this. I honestly do. I think it's an amazing, um, an amazing thing that you can do for yourself, especially now, like with the with everything that's going on in the world. There is always like we talked about in the in the intro, there's always the desire to make sure everybody else is okay first. But taking yourself yourself out on a date is like the the ultimate self love thing aside from, you know, the regular therapy and nourishing and all that stuff. (laughs) I know what you're saying. (laughs) You know what I mean? You reach another level once you're able to date you publicly oh, yes. in front of other people. It's not like you just, you know, I mean, you can do it at home. I'm not saying you can do it at home, but yes. taking it to another level, going to a restaurant by yourself, and it's like, how many? One, and they'd be like, oh, you want to sit at the bar? No, I want a table. Oh, ooh. Yes. People look at you and admire you like, wow, yes. look at them yes. by themselves. Yes, that's a huge feat. So definitely take yourself out on a date. Think of the things that would really bring you some joy um, that you enjoy doing that maybe, you know, not everybody else is like willing to go with you to do or stuff like that. And just vibe out with yourself. So did you find that you did more dating yourself uh, through your process of loving you? Yes, I did. And it's funny because I didn't know this was a thing. I was doing this in college. Mm -hmm. Um, and if any of my college roommates are listening, no shade, no nothing. I just don't take this personally, but, um, living with (laughs) four women, four of my roommates, um, at times I just didn't have a lot of time for myself. We shared time, we shared everything. And I like to think of myself as like an introvert, extrovert, Mm -hmm. like maybe 51% introvert. Um, and sometimes I need that space. And so I would just go like to Cheesecake Factory and sit down at a table and just relax and just take a moment to just, Mm -hmm. you know, do something by myself. Um, I would go to movies by myself and I just thought it was, I didn't know what it was called. I just thought Mm -hmm. like, damn, I need a break. Like I got to get away from these wonderful, wonderful roommates that I had. Um, which they were, they were wonderful roommates, but sometimes you just need that space to get away. And then, um, one of the things, and I'm sorry, dog in the background, but one of the things that I also had to change my thinking is once I got married, right. Or started dating someone, it's like, you try to like put all your time into them and in like, you try to, you feel like I need to do everything with them. But that what I've learned is that relationship that you have with yourself is like any other relationship. Like when you get in a relationship, you, you sometimes like forget about your friends, forget about your family, but you also forget about yourself, mm-hmm. which is more detrimental. You lose yourself in relationships. So I find that it's very important to continue those relationships with the most important being yourself. So you can have a boo, you can be married and everything, but schedule those dates with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the other things that I realized during this self-love journey is that I don't need to go out to have a date. Like I can, you know, I have two amazing children um, and I have an amazing support system um, where I live, where, you know, I have family who can watch the children. So sometimes like if my husband who is in the military, he has a trip away. Um, I'll make that my self-love day, whether I go out or stay in, I'll get myself a bottle of wine. I will order something or cook myself a good meal and I'll just spend whatever time I want to spend with myself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it is, it's basically wherever you can get your peace. Um, do that. And it's very, very important to keep that up throughout your whole entire life to continue to love yourself because you will notice things about yourself the more time you spend with yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's just yes. like any other relationship. You notice things about your friends, you notice things about your family or your significant other. It's the same thing about yourself. You will always discover awesome things about yourself. So the, that's one of the things I've learned. One of the things I'm trying to continue to do i'm glad you talked about noticing things about yourself because when you do have those quiet times or alone time 
And if you've been feeling down about yourself, but when you do invest in just being, that's it, nothing mm-hmm. else, just being, you realize I'm kind of dope. Like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of fly. Like, I'm kind of yes. cute. Like, but yes. so, when you just focus on just yourself, you really like, I've been neglecting you, girl. But I yes. am better because you is you know. Yes. Right? Yeah. So do you feel like you were not, I don't want to say reconnecting or re, but I mean, essentially that reconnecting with yourself versus and disconnecting from kind of the roles that you play in life as opposed. So you you kind of took a step back from being mom, took a step back from being a wife, took a step back from being a worker, took a step back from being a daughter and was able to just be Nicole. Yes. And I will, you know, kind of reference our cult classic, our amazing show of this time, Insecure. Um, I feel like I discovered my mirror self. I feel like mm. we have a wonderful relationship. I really love, and I sometimes I do talk out loud to myself. I do. And I just have a good time with myself. Like I, because when you discover self, you do automatically fall out of those roles because you're not focused on being mom, being wife, being worker, being friend or or whatever roles we play in our life, you automatically drop out of those roles. Now you're taking care of yourself. I'm taking care of me. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it's it's almost kind of like automatically you don't think about that person because you're checking in with yourself so often. Beautiful. Yes. All All right. So before we move on to the next tip, so how you can start loving you. We're going to head into this commercial break. We'll be right back. You know what? It is hot outside. It is barbecue season, cookout season. Mm. It's family reunion responsibly season, but I am not going to the grocery store for all this. I'm going to use what? Instacart. Instacart is amazing. Not only do you get all of these shopping experiences, experiences from multiple stores available to you, but they will deliver it to you all on a single order. So do yourself a favor. Go to the link in the show notes, fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash to get free delivery on your first order over $35. Look, you want to make sure that you click on that link because as Elise said, it's a family for you. It's a family reunion, but you can save your uh, dancing feet <laughs> for the dance floor or for that line dance instead of using it walking around that grocery store trying to find every single thing while people are steady calling you or texting you, talking about what time. I done told y'all what time it is. No matter what time I give you, you're going to be late anyways. But anyway, don't be late on this offer. Go ahead and click on the link, fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash because you want to make sure that you make your gas tank stay on full so that you don't have to use your coin for this $5, $10, $20 gas that's out there right now, however much it is. So save your coin. you ain't never lie. You ain't never lie. Save your coin and help us while you do it in the process. Fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash as Elise says, save on the gas. Yeah. Relax show. All right, we're back. So how can you start to love you like our guest, Nicole? Well, how about you start a gratitude journal? We always talk about journaling here. We are habitual journal buyers. (laughs) At least Mm -hmm. probably have about 100. I probably got about 70 or something like that. I'm over-exaggerating for me, not her. So listen, we (laughs) When you start a gratitude journal, you are able to put positive thinking into Mm -hmm. how you feel about yourself there. Um, I know Nicole has mentioned gratitude jars Mm -hmm. as a thing. Um, Nicole, can you elaborate on that? Well, I don't know a huge amount about it. I'm still researching it and I Definitely wanted to do it with some good girlfriends of mine because I think it'd be really fun. But um, 
I, the gist I have of it or something for me is to actively put in when someone has done something that made me feel good or I've done something for myself to make me feel good because I want to live in the moment and I want to remember those good things because I think we're just wired to always remember the bad things that happen, mm, but we never yeah. really think about hey, that one person when I was in traffic let me over this morning when they didn't have to. Mm -hmm. It's the smallest things or somebody smiled at me today um, where we always mention like, yeah, somebody bumped me on the subway today. I'm pissed about it. And it made my, mm -hmm. um, if you're actively, um, like you said, each thinking about positive things, then it could possibly push out the negative. So I'm definitely on a quest to do think about those things, if not daily, weekly. I think that is wonderful. Um, we are so focused on accomplishments and moving on to the next, typically, because we got mm -hmm. things to do. We yes. got goals to hit. But emphasizing the gratitude and really, I love how you said being in the moment. That's a beautiful thing. And it would kind of not kind of it will help to remove some of the anxiety of future thinking and pre preparation mm -hmm. for things that haven't even come yet because you get mm -hmm. to stay present so love the idea of gratitude journal gratitude jars um and understanding that gratitude in anything doesn't mean that you can't want more mm -hmm. do more for yourself mm -hmm. so i love that Okay, so tip number five on ways to start loving you is make your body happy. So because I am who I am and I would not be who I am without saying this. Yes, <laughs> make your body happy means to move and to have fun and do all the things, exercise. But as a full-time black woman in this modern <laughs> world, please <laughs> include your pleasure for your body. Do the things that make you happy in your body. Get get body roll with it. Like get, yes. start working. Like get your your sensualness on. Yes. You know what I mean? Like indulge in your dose of vitamin D. This is where she's going with this. Yes. I'm just saying. Okay. Or your or vitamin P or vitamin C, me, D, vitamin whatever. whatever. It is. Vit vitamin me. How about that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> your vitamin <laughs> me. Yes. 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 I like that. Yes. I like that. Me too. <laughs> Get it in. So making sure that you go after things that bring pleasure to you because we get caught up in all the things we have to do and pleasure usually gets thrown on the back burner quick fast and in a hurry so whether it is dancing uh vibing out just taking a nap that that makes your body happy stretching and yoga are great they help stretch and lengthen the muscles and stuff and get you loose and flexible that's great uh, mm -hmm. as, especially as we get older because you tend to get stiff and whatnot sitting at a desk all day ain't good for you either so Get your heart rate up, blood pumping and things like that. But in include things that, you know, whether taking a shower in the dark that will stimulate mm. your senses. If you have a good body oil or soap or something like that, you can mm. en enjoy the smell of it. Um, yeah, really get to know yep, the curves of your body and stuff like that. Put on lotion should be an experience so that you're yes. not just ashy, but you feel Taken care of. Get get classy. in tune. Get, get yes. classy. Not yes. Classy. yes. <laughs> get in tune. So, Nicole, how was your experience? And you don't have to get you don't have to get detailed if you don't want to. Whatever you are comfortable <laughs> with. But what's your what was your experience with making your body happy as part of your uh, loving you journey? Well, to get a little rated off. Uh, first off. Um, I realized that I wasn't as in tuned with my sensual self um, and just, you know, talking to girlfriends and reading and things like that. I realized that I wanted more 
in there and I deserved more. So mm-hmm. I started reading and um, just seeking out um, information, just learning more about my body that As we I should. didn't know. As mm-hmm. we should as grown yes. motherfucking women. We ain't little girls. Right. We, mm-hmm. young. we grown motherfucking women. So this right. is the right. time. Yeah. Yes. I find that we have a tendency to use our bodies for others' pleasure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we forget about our own pleasure. And that's where it should start. So just learning more about my body and my sensual needs was a big one. And then also just re- Placing certain things. I know, um, Alicia, you talked about like the lotion or taking showers in the dark. Like I um, recently kind of invested in like a body cream, which mm. is it's, it's small, right? It's not something huge, but it has really made me spend more time with myself mm. because I put I find that like when I have lotion and things like that, like it was just like, all right, let me put this on so I won't be ashy and let me go. Mm-hmm. But yeah. investing in like like body oils and different scents, like you have to kind of play on your five senses, I find, when you are trying to um, establish or have an intake of vitamin me, like Isha said. So <laughs> I am trying to to play on those five senses, um, especially with like the body care. Because that really uplifts my spirits. Like, I don't know about you ladies, but when you're putting on something that smells good, yes. like how amazing does that feel? Or you can't be mad. Like, you can't be mad. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> no, you're going to be like. Wrapping yourself. Yeah. Yes. Because you're enjoying it. You're enjoying the time. You're enjoying it. You're feeling your body. And we have the opportunity. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you oh, pull a they just pull a muscle. Being silly, I guess, uh, my better body's like, I'm not happy because you did not put lotion on me after the shower that you had today. Yes. And I'm like, yes. oh my God, it's turning on me. Yeah. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the way to make your body not happy. Um, Be ashy, that's class. <laughs> so, yeah, I find that different scents and oils and and just being able to touch myself. Dude, I'm always wanting, you know, you know, my partner to touch me. Let me, let me, let me touch on myself a little I bit. I will teach you if I don't, if I can. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Touch my body. Come on. Feel my body. Come on. Feel my body. Come on. Feel my body. My body has been very, very happy lately. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to continue that um, all around uh, self-love. So shook I had to catch my breath. For me, it's talking about our five senses, right? We have touch, we have smell. Um, one of the things that I'll, I also do is I'll I'll find a song that makes me feel really sensual and I will put that on. I will mm-hmm. put that on. Um, I have a favorite. Um, it's called Oshun by Earth Gang. And Ooh. Yeah, and I I found that song just randomly, and that's one of the when I want to feel like if I'm going out, if I'm taking myself out on a date, or I'm going out mm. on a date, I put that on, and it is just one of those songs that just it, it's a whole experience. So don't forget mm. about that music too. I'm a very music person, so music minded person. So I also add to that experience as well. So it's just anything. Just open your mind to um, anything that makes your body happy. I love it. I love everything about that. Or, you know, you can take yoga. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is what you're going to do. Right. Right. (laughs) Go for a walk. I mean, I don't know. Swim, something like that. Whatever. So, after you are expressing yourself physically, you can also work on expressing yourself with our next tip. Make sure that you are always vocal and how you feel. Don't 
fail or fall back into the mode of making everyone around you happy while you suffer. That's not a part of loving you. A part of loving you includes being able to clearly, precisely communicate how you feel and why you feel this way to whoever comes around you, including mm-hmm. yourself. Yes. Like, it's scary, especially if you've been told your whole life, just be quiet, just get it done, mm-hmm. keep your head down, burrow through it. You know, it's not that big of a deal. Get over it. Yes. If you have been programmed to believe that, and most women have, especially full-time Black women, then guess what? We're telling you, cut that shit. We ain't mm-hmm. doing that no more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. That is a well, the first way to, the first wave. I feel like that we have learned of neglecting us and our feelings are not mm-hmm. valid and then you feel crazy for then all of a sudden you blow up because you didn't keep things down just pushing it down like a trash can pushing it down push it down to the point there is nowhere else to go but up yeah and then you cut somebody up and say good morning to you right express yourself at the time that something happens and you don't want to be fighting all the time you know you have to have some discretion and figure out what is worth your energy and what is not but mm-hmm. express yourself mm-hmm. not only to yourself but to others that you come into contact with so be positive. And the only way you can do that is really, really not allow the negativity to just consume you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so like that definitely has all to do with self-awareness too. Mm-hmm. Like I went on mm-hmm. that journey as well of self-awareness and realizing what triggers cause me to think negatively about myself, about other people. Um, and that's really, really, that was really important to me. Because I didn't want to be that angry black woman. I wanted to figure out, wait, I'm feeling this way. Why am I feeling this way? Wait, what's going on here? And Mm -hmm. then do that self-inventory. And it takes a lot of practice to do that. It takes a lot of practice to be self-aware and know what your triggers are. So um, definitely try to focus on that, too. So that you don't get to that, you know, pushing it down and then it explodes. Like mm-hmm. stop it right there. Like if you, for instance, if you are you wake up mad, like you just, just I'm just in a bad mood today. See, like for me, usually if I wake up in a bad mood, I check my menstrual cycle calendar to make sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm like, uh oh, everybody better watch out. And, and they already know because they already on the cycle. They on the cycle too. Like, uh, why do I feel like something about <laughs> mm-hmm. to happen? Right. Like, my guard up. Let me keep to myself for the next yes. Right. Yes. I definitely heard um, something I was reading in a book. I don't know if I can share the book or not. Should I share the book? Go ahead. Yeah, um, go ahead. It's called uh, Pussy Prayers, which mm-hmm. I stumbled upon because I thought it was something else. I was like, oh, teach me how to do that. <laughs> but it was. <laughs> I thought it was going to teach me something, but it did teach me. It it taught me um, like self-love and how to be unapologetic. And one of the things that they mentioned in the book, that was mentioned in the book is keeping track of your, your menstrual, right? Because then putting it in your calendar. So it reminds you, hey, be gentle with yourself this week. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if you love getting coffee, maybe treat yourself to a coffee in the beginning of the week. To, to uplift your spirits or maybe get in an extra workout or maybe go for a walk at lunch instead of getting triggered by coworkers or something in your room, in your lunch area. But mm-hmm. it, it causes you to be aware of, hey, my mood is changing and that is okay. And that's okay to take extra inventory of myself and, and love on myself more. Mm-hmm. Right. So I thought that was a really good tip because I never even thought about it that way. I just you know, kind of knew that my uh, emotions were changing when I blew up on people. And then I figured it out afterwards. Mm -hmm. And that's not a good way. That's not a good way to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. But, oh, well, it happened. It had to be a part of the process. I mean, true. They were just casualties. They were okay. (laughs) So, but I'm glad you brought up Nicole 
the self-awareness and realizing that your feelings are going to change. And that is okay. Because Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times, myself included, when we do finally invest time in ourselves, when we do finally figure out, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to do something. When you get Mm -hmm. that that Mm -hmm. one setback, it's easy just to fall Uh, back completely into what you were doing before. But having that self-awareness and the a notion of understanding is going to happen. You're going mm-hmm. to have some ups and downs. Now that you made this change, I mean, your health, life's going to be beautiful with rainbows yes. and butterflies yeah. and all that stuff. No, you're going to have those bad moments, but it's a matter of being able to realize that you can come back from it. You yes. Know? And I, yes. Mm-hmm. And take that process to remember you have learned things along the way that you can implement now. So you might thought that the situation was gone. It might've been sunshines, butterflies and everything like you was talking about for a good stint of time. And then something popped off and you like, well, daggone it. I thought I had recovered. I thought I was good now. Yes. Sometimes things come back up. They resurface in different scenarios. So not only should you give yourself grace in those situations, but keep in mind that you have learned since this, blow up might have happened on more occasions than not before so now you have the tools necessary to tackle it the best way you know how that you might not have had before so and we tired of being strong black women i think sometimes i want to be you know like this i want to live like a softer life and that means you know asking for the help you need even that's asking yourself and giving yourself grace to Mm -hmm go with, hey, my feelings are changing. Hey, I don't feel good today. Hey, I don't like this or I don't like that. I think mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things I had in my mind where I had to be strong. I had to be strong black woman. I couldn't show in my emotions. I had to be, I had, I couldn't cry. I can't cry in front of people. I can't be emotional. I can't do all that. But then mm-hmm. once I started saying, yes, you can, girl. Like I give you permission to be and do what yes. you want to do. It has really yes. changed my like stress level a bit Mm -hmm. just to be vulnerable and open and ask like Mm -hmm. or even at work like I'm finally now in a work environment where I'm encouraged to ask for help I'm encouraged to say when I'm overwhelmed and that has really like really helped me I've noticed that I've been less stressed that's fantastic. And you sh- I'm so glad that you brought all of that up because that is great lessons and gems to learn along the way, not just in the process of loving yourself, but just having that permission for yourself to live your life and not uh, be bound by what society or powers that be or whatever else is yes. telling you you should be like. So... In that same vein of knowing yourself and and living your best life, tip number seven in starting to love you is write a loving letter to yourself. This is something I think this is great. I think this is great. I absolutely love this tip. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't. I have. I have not. I have not, which is telling of me. (laughs) But geez, it's it's something new. You know. Yeah. 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 So um, I want all of us. I'm we going we going to charge everybody today with writing something loving to yourself. So if you listen to this episode, bare minimum, write a sentence. If you want to write a whole letter, write a whole letter. But writing those loving things to yourself gives you the opportunity not only to think positively about yourself, but also to recount it later on so that you can have that messaging like you can give it and receive it all at the same time. So we are always bombarded, especially with social media, with negativity and hate and misogynoir and all the things yeah but receiving something loving from yourself is a very very powerful tool to further get the get the mind wired that you know what i am worth loving 
I am good enough. I am great. I am worth good things happening to me. Like it, it helps to rewire all that negativity and stinking thinking that might be in your brain for Mm -hmm. a positive, positive impact. So uh, Nicole, you had mentioned that you have done this task before. What was your experience like? How did you feel afterwards? So you got you ladies have reminded reminded me of a letter that I wrote to myself on New Year's Day of mm-hmm. this year. I was not in the best place and I just wanted to focus on what I wanted my life to look like in the next year and what I wanted to accomplish myself. So I did write that letter and I put it somewhere for me to open on New Year's Day of next year. Um, And I didn't at the time think of it as a self-love letter, right? Because I wasn't in like the best headspace, the mental headspace. But that was something that I did. And I do journal often. I do write short stories. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I write short stories of what like what I want my life to look like, or if there was a different scenario in my life, what that would look like. Um, and it's helped me I because it's that. gotten like things off of my chest and they're mm-hmm. very private to me and some things that I would never share. And that even in itself makes it a self-love because it's like you and yourself know a secret um, because I often like tend to overshare. So it's really nice that I'm able to not share something. Um, so yeah, I I do that often. Um, lately, I will say, because I have been really pouring into myself, I haven't found the need to journal as much or journal negative thoughts down. Um, so That's fantastic. I'm going to focus on more of the gratitude, um, like you ladies suggested, and start writing gratitude journal entries instead of like when things were bad, I would just like uh, write everything down. But now I'm in a good space and I want to kind of change the way I write. So writing more short stories, I, I really do like doing that. So Awesome. I think that's an excellent habit to have um, writing short stories, writing the letter to yourself, whether it's at the beginning of the year to open at the beginning of the next, or even if you write one a month and you open mm-hmm. one up from the prior month or whatever the case may That's be. Those, yeah. Yeah. Or the beginning of the month to the end of the month. You know? Right, right. Like you don't you don't know what life will bring. So those encouraging thoughts and reminders. But we feel like we do, don't we? We sure do. You right. You right. We we think we are some fortune tellers and can uh, predict what's going to happen in this world. But more times than not, we cannot. (laughs) That is not a power we possess. So having that letter to remind you of how wonderful and amazing you are is a great thing to have. So before we close out the show uh, first and foremost Nicole would you like to share any final tips that you feel would be a great uh, start to loving you yes I do have a tip but I also wanted to point out that I really like the tips that you guys have and I'm going to try to incorporate you know these into like a self-love jumpstart for myself um, because these are things that I think um, some of them I haven't even thought about and I'm excited to try. But one of the, one of um, a tip that I would have is to set your own bar. Um, We Mm -hmm. have been conditioned to look at success and look at doing the right thing by measuring to somebody else's bar which um, I feel like causes us unnecessary stress. So in journaling, I think one of the things, if, if you want to do that, is write a journal of your own bar. Like If you can set your own bar, if you can set your own picture of success without thinking about, you know, this girl over here, or this guy over here, or these people over here, mm-hmm. if you could set your own bar, what would that look like? And then try to just measure yourself to that bar. And that's basically keeping your own yourself accountable. 
So if that is, for instance, I want to, for me, one of the things I want to do is I want to start going on solo dates with my children. I want to go on a mommy Sunday. I want to go on a mommy daughter date. And I want to do that, you know, at least once a month. That is my Mm -hmm. bar. That is what I feel like I could do to make myself feel like a good parent, not, you know, giving them all this stuff or like putting them here or whatever society tells you a good parent is. That is what would make me feel better to do or um, surprising my husband with something, whatever that is. um, And that would make me feel good as well. So Mm -hmm. I would say like, just kind of set your own bar and just look at that. And that bar can change. Don't say, don't think that you can set that bar and it's going to be that way forever because we keep raising that bar. Right. But I want, I would want us to raise our own bar. So when you accomplish that, see what else you want to do. And if you are fine with that, that is okay too. You don't have to always think you have to do more. So that would be kind of my tip. I love everything about that, Nicole. Because like, <laughs> we have to constantly remind ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, comparison, people compare it. It's, it's natural. It's mm-hmm. a part of life, you know, yeah. but I feel like it's even worse now with the effects of social media that yes. we cover and stats for that ass. You know, it's something that we, every single person, not, <clears throat> not everywhere, more people than not, you have more people to compare yourself to than you did before. Before yes. it was just people in your surroundings, people on your street, people in your church, people in your school, people mm. whatever. Yes. But now it's the world has opened mm-hmm. up and now you're going to be face-to-face in a way with people who you'll never come across in your life. But they're yes. in your mind because they're a part of your input that comes along with taking yes. part of social media. So yes. I love that constant reminder of just setting your own bar. I was going to curse, but I was like, I'm gonna just let it go. <laughs> Send it your own motherfucking bar, okay? Hey, all right. I'm the same way. I know you. What bar are you at? Then don't be at that bar. You better. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Nicole, for being our guest and helping yeah. us and sharing with us how you started to love you because this is something that I'm going through right now. It's a start and stop situation, but eventually you want to get there and I'm not going to give up. So that's the most yes. important part when yes. it comes to loving you. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you, ladies, for having me. It's always fun and pleasurable. And, you know, like, give yourself grace. This is a journey. You know, mm-hmm. everybody says it's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Like you're going to love, you're going to practice this for your whole life and you're going to find different ways to love yourself. So mm-hmm. just, just continue to do that in any way that makes yourself feel good. As long as it's safe though, you know, yes, yes. And you know, a little bit legal. <laughs> <laughs> A smidge legal. But if that's your bar, far be it from us. That ain't none of my business. Right. So let's clap it up one last time for Nicole. She was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. And we hope that you got all of the tips, all of the gems, everything that you could possibly get to start your loving you self-love journey with us. So that brings us to the end of another episode. It has been fun. And remember, we are here for you full time from Coffee to Wine. And play your power perfectly. Peace. Bye. And we good. <laughs> <laughs>